Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Playing Out From The Back podcast. I'm your host Sam Morgan and on a weekly basis I'll be joined by my fellow hosts Aaron and Bo. We'll be discussing the latest news around the popular world with zero filter. Be sure to like, subscribe and follow us on the usual social media platforms. Time to tune in. Right, the sabbatical is over. Playing Out From The Back has resumed. Boys, how are you getting on? Still, still alive by the looks of things. Just, Just still alive, <laughs> still alive and kicking. <laughs> we had a we had a COVID enforced break. <laughs> yeah, it was an enforced break. Yeah, we're taking COVID enforced break. COVID enforced <laughs> break, mate. Can't complain. A lot has happened. Something, a lot of things have happened. Some things have changed. Some things haven't. Um, Ollie has been doing a hundred mile down the M25, then he's crashed into the barrier, then he's got back in his car and crashed into yet another barrier by the sounds of things. Is he is it over, Aaron? I'm coming to you because I, I've I've seen you on Twitter and you chose violence this morning because I saw <laughs> tweets left, right and centre. Part you were like the sniper, yeah, from that no one has ever seen. Like you're just in the bush, just little pinging people off all day on Twitter. And then I saw this little snarling uh, gift that you put up and I was in tears for ages because I've just been watching it all unfold. So tell us how you feel, mate. Tell us what you, what's going on. You, I bet you're an Ollie in. But oh, Ollie you, in all the way. All the way. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. How do you see it playing out, mate? When Man, when Man United lose the games, I am the happiest boy in the world. <laughs> the amount of friends that give it to me when Arsenal lose, I love to just give it back to them. But Ollie, Ollie in all the way for me, uh, for for selfish reasons. <laughs> but as a for footballing reasons, I've been saying it for a long, long time. He's uh, he's out of his depth, and for me, for <laughs> well, that Liverpool game that was that was pretty that was coming for a long, long time. That performance, he's been. Saved a few times, late comebacks, late goals, uh, by embar- by embarrassing matches, and he's been saved. But there was no saving that. There was no, and I tell you what's criminal about it is the fact that he started the same team that was two 0 down at half time against Atalanta a few days ago, mm. and Skulls Skulls warned him said, "Don't get too happy about the the comeback." Because you do that against Liverpool and and you get punished, and that's exactly what he did. Same team, two 0 at half time against Atlanta. Is it four 0 at Liverpool? Mm-hmm. And that was at home as well. That's that's the most embarrassing thing. And I thought with the players he brought in in the summer, I thought, all right, we have to give him a a real look now. See what kind of manager he's going to be because he brought in big personalities, world class players for big fees. How's he gonna 
get them all playing together? How's he going to manage them? And, well, I think it's shown that he can't. And for me, if I was a Man United fan, I'd be... I'd be at Old Trafford right now calling for his head. I don't care if he's a legend or not. He's a legend as a player for them. But as a manager, is it three, two, is it three years in charge now? I think yes. it's three, three years in charge. Yeah. And, uh, it's, for me, it's, it's, uh, he's done for. There's no trophies in that time as well, right? No. He got to the Europa League final. We'll give him that. But uh, zero, no zero, trophy. <laughs> zero trophies. Uh, and just one little thing. The fact that he can't get Sancho into this team, if he can't get Pogba into this team, then I don't understand what he's doing. Surely these... Yeah, so before I come to you, Mo, obviously, these decisions about when you're buying certain players, you know, they've got to fit your system, right? And yeah. you can go and look at any other manager. Uh, we're not talking just... You know the top ones, Arteta, Tuchel. I'm talking from the very bottom. Like when Sean Dice goes to buy a player, he buys a player that suits his system, right? Which is head kick it, right? But he, he will. He's not going to go and get someone sort of fat, like fancy playing on the ball. He like he wouldn't have gone and got Conor Gallagher on loan for Burnley because it's just not going to suit the way you know Conor Gallagher would get neck ache, right? He's yeah. not going to be involved in that. So. Is it just this, like, is he trying to play football manager or FIFA with these some of these signings? When you talk about buying... OK, Varane was injured for Saturday, but you, like you, said, you just mentioned this, Sancho. Uh, Van der Beek was this hyped player at Ajax, <laughs> good, ta- good talent. The guy, I think he serves fish and chips at half-time for the, player, like for the fans and stuff, because that's all he's ever doing. I mean, it got that bad that the steward tried to rush him when they were celebrating a goal because they thought he was a fan. How you, that's how he's not even recognising players. So I feel people like Van der Beek's obviously being wasted. Like you said, Sancho's there catching a few Zs during the game. Like, what is going on? Pogba, I mean, the, the, the tackle's outrageous. But why, Pogba, I think the other day, had a great, great game. Everyone's singing his praises again and he finds himself on the bench in what is one of the biggest fixtures for, for Man United. Is there no plan? Is it just a gimmick? For for Solskjaer and he can once once he does get the sack. Let's be honest, he's going to get the sack at some point. And very, I'm sure, probably by the time this pod uh, goes live, he's probably gone. He doesn't need to lift a finger ever again, does he? That's him. It's him done. Like and Mo, I'm going to put this to, as I come to you now. What was the thinking behind Solskjaer in the first place? Because it can't be his football CV with all those other people out there looking for jobs, right? It couldn't have been his CV because he didn't achieve anything at Cardiff and he didn't achieve anything at, at Malt. So, what was the thinking behind Solskjaer? What is the what is the strategy right now at United? And I'm sure you're going to say that he's he's gone, but how soon before he's he's actually out the door? Um, I think I think for Solskjaer, um, bringing him in for Manu at the time, and they had just come off the bad spell with. Jose Mourinho and I think they had Van Gaal before that and I think they just wanted to bring back the the old sort of Manchester United values and get a team together that sort of was Manchester United rather than was the manager that they have in charge. When you bring in a Conte or a Mourinho, you have to sort of build their teams as opposed to a team that fits the, the culture of the club maybe mm. and I think that by bringing him in, they was able to sort of stabilise it and make it like how Manchester United used to be. Up to this point, Solskjaer's done a good job for Manchester United. But I just think that, like you said, you touched upon the signings. And I I think they've made a mistake in terms of, you have to sign Ronaldo, but was Ronaldo the right player? Um, And then the problem that comes with Ronaldo is that you have to play him. So now you're sort of hamstrung. And I think that if they had brought in, they needed to bring in players that complement your Pogba's and your Fernandes and your Maguire's. And they did with Varane. I think Varane and Maguire will be good. But I don't think that they supported Pogba and signed the midfielder that, that you need to sign to allow Pogba to play. And then when you go, when you got Ronaldo now, you have to play, you then now have to base your whole style of play around supporting Ronaldo. So all of this work that he's done over the last couple of years 
And I think he's done well. He finished second last season. But all of the work that he's done over those years is sort of becoming undone now. Yeah. And, I, and you know, I can't... You can't say he shouldn't have signed Ronaldo, but I just think for Manchester United at this time, I don't know if that was the right the right player to sign, the right the right character he needed to add to that team. Um, when you when you talk when you're talking about Sancho, he's got to be playing. It's simple. Mm-hmm. So when you when you when you signed him, they've been they've been calling out for a right sided midfielder for two three seasons now. You sign Sancho, there has to be a plan to 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 get Sancho in and have Sancho playing. And the fact that he hasn't done that is because of Ronaldo. He can't get him in. He yeah. can't get Sancho in because of Ronaldo. So now he's got where he was at a stage where, if we remember Liverpool when they signed Alisson Van Dijk and Salah, they were at a stage where he had got them to a level, Klopp, where they needed to sign two or three big players to be able to compete on the top at the top level, and he got all of them three players right. Manchester United were on the verge, or were on the verge. Of, of that team, the next team to come in another wave, sign the right players and then start challenge again. And I just think that I just think that he got it he got it a little bit wrong with the players that he signed. And you know now that now there's simply no way he can play Pogba Fernandez, Sancho, he's got Rashford Greenwood, <laughs> Renault. Like he, you Cavani. can't put you can't put all of these players in a team where you have McTominay and Fred and Matic as your anchor, you just you you just can't like it because none of them can play on their own well enough. And you, if you put two of them in, you have to leave two or three or four of the other ones out. So he, he's he's hamstrung. He's ha- at the moment he's hamstrung, and I imagine he will get the sack um, because when he when he made the signings at the start of the season, he 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 was saying. We're now ready to compete, and they're not competing. I mean, how's the eighty million Maguire going? Because you know, he's coming under. He's coming under. Maguire, it, look, it. you can't dig Maguire out, man. He's been a good player. He's had three bad games. Like it's, it's he's he was bad yesterday. He was terrible yesterday. And he but he's been rushed back. He's been rushed back, back from injury. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. This is this is a problem I do have with with football fans. It's like you can't just now start saying Maguire's toilet. He, mm. Like he, he's a good player. He's just had some bad games. A Man United are in a bad period, and it and it it makes him look worse. If you see what I mean, but he should have been protected. But he can't be because they're they're petrified of playing by. You know what I mean? They're petrified you, you of know, playing players. You like know you that. said you know you're saying obviously you can't get Sancho in, mm. but he's yeah. obviously saying that Rashford is better. He no no he has to get Sancho in he has to no, but but I'm right? saying at the moment he he hasn't been yeah yeah but yeah because he's but he's he, saying but he I'm saying in he, his mindset must be looking at going that because yeah at the end of the day right now Ronaldo's playing through the middle so you're saying Greenwood and Rashford are are better than Sancho now if that's the case that's cool but why have they spent that amount of money on a bench player? When you already have the what you think is the solution in your squad, the plan was the plan was for Greenwood to be playing up front. I imagine that's that's mm. the only thing I can imagine. Yeah. The plan was we'll go this season, we'll sign Cavani on, we'll we'll have Cavani and Greenwood as as our front two, put a bit of faith in him. Um, you, then you've got um, you've got Sancho, Sancho, Rashford. You've got Martial, Martial. He's still knocking about. You've got yeah. Sancho, <laughs> Rashford. You've got Martial. You've got. Uh, Fernandez, you've got Lingard. Pogba, Lingard, all that play in that area. But now, what they've done is they've signed Ronaldo and he has to play. He has Who's to... But the, the rumours are that a phone call from Sir Alex to Ronaldo not to go to Man City but to come back to United. So Fergie still has this influence to go and do that. Now, rightly or wrongly, yes, I guess you no one's going to turn down the chance to sign Ronaldo, yes. But has that not messed up what is the manager's plans? Yeah, it has. So who, it's going so to cost him his job. So it's going to cost him his cost him his job. And hey, I'm not disrespecting Sir Alex at all because listen, if Sir Alex turned up at my door and told me to do so, I'd probably still do it even if it wasn't football related. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> it's it's messed up. It's yeah. messed up. 
it's yeah, but I think I think this now. is where this is where Solskjaer had to say, listen, the plan was this. This is what I'm going to go for. And you know, do you think they would have been able to push Ronaldo on on Conte? Do you think they would have been so. able to push him on? I'm not saying Mourinho would have probably wanted to sign him, but I'm saying when you get these established managers. Do you think if Zidane was the manager, do you think they would have been able to push Ronaldo on it? It's, it's it like wouldn't United have happened. Wanted, it's like United want, want a puppet so that the people upstairs... I, you know what? I, hear, I see this in non-league, you know, where like people away from the dugout want to get involved and be part of this team. And then when it all goes wrong, it's the manager's fault. I kind of feel like it's happening to Oli at times as well mm. with what, what they're being asked to get. So Because it won't forget, this club floats on the stock market. You can't be buying boring players. Mm. no matter what so they have to buy these exciting things they have to look at shirt sales they're running it like a business sometimes rather than business stroke football club at, at, at times and I think we're seeing that and like you said if Conte does come in in his job he ain't going to let some of this fly and I think this is another reason why Mourinho ended up just sort of not repairing really it as such because he wasn't allowed to do what he wanted to do he's come out countless times saying what he wanted to buy and the targets but they never went and agreed to do it. It's just about buying attacking players all the time. You can only field so many. It's like we'd, we, we've talked about Liverpool in the past. They've not changed that front three. They bought Jota in, yeah. And every now and then he gets swapped in and out for like, well, really for Mane, right? Um, or for Mino at times. But that's it. They're not going. They could have gone out and probably got any attacking player they probably wanted. Um, but they haven't, they haven't done it and Klopp's able to run the team he wants but um, we, I guess we're all in agreement that he's gone um, quick quick, uh, quick one from each of you who, who do you see sort of taking the job I'll come back to you Aaron uh, I'm going to go I'm not going to go Conte I don't think he's the right fit for him uh, I'd go Brendan Rodgers I think if he was to leave Leicester there's only two teams really that he can go to. He can't go to Liverpool because he's already been there. Uh, I think the only two teams he can go to are the two Manchester clubs. Yeah. And I think he'll be the perfect fit for them. Uh, he's proven now. Uh, there's no doubt about that. The only thing I'd be wary about is if he can manage all these team of supposed world-class players. Uh, but I would go for him rather than Conte. Interesting, Mo. I, I, I'll be honest. I don't even. Ha- I don't even have a plan for them. <laughs> I <don't, laughs> yeah. I, like I, I look at. I look at the the players that they've got, and I think could Zidane come in and do a job? Is there enough? I think there's enough. I, I think it's a it's a good job for someone like Zidane. There's not much of a, a rebuild required. Um, he's used to working with, you know, the the top top level players. Um, and personalities, um, and I, I don't think there's there's much of a rebuild. I still think you know Manchester United are a player, maybe two players away, and maybe a better manager away mm-hmm. from um, from complete from from competing at the highest level. They're not a million miles away, so maybe you look at someone like Zidane, uh, Brendan Rodgers, right wing, but I think that's that's quite a good. A good choice as well, um, but I mean availability of managers at the moment. Who's available? You got Zidane and you've got mm. you got Zidane and you've got Conte. Um, other than that, are they going to go and take someone out of a club? Um, I can't see that happen. I don't see how it happens. All the top managers are really already in the Premier League and at the clubs that they're competing against. The top top managers. So Brendan Rodgers knows the Premier League. It makes sense. Or they could get David Moyes back doing a good job. <laughs> Moyes ain't going anywhere near that. He's not going anywhere near that. I'd probably say they need, it's going to have to be high profile. But then the, the, the problem is, again, with Manchester United, is they don't want a manager like Zidane who does two, three year stints and then yeah. wants to have sabbaticals. They want the five year, six year, seven year manager. And I think that's what Oli provides. Um, and they need a ma- they need a manager <laughs> hey, like that. Hey, hey, he can, he can provide them for the championship. Yeah, what, hey, if what, he wants to stay five or six years. Happy days. What they what they needed to do was was get Pochettino, but they've got no chance now. They've got absolutely no chance of getting him out of uh, PSG now. 
Do you nah, guys not with that? Not, not with that cash. I, I think Zidane. Sorry, Aaron. I, I think right. um, I think Zidane. Um, it, it fits for more than one reason. One, I think you said he can handle the big personalities in there, right? Rather than Ollie be. Oh, you know what? Ollie's like a imagine like the, you know a year eleven in the school or whatever, and suddenly like a, you know the year seven suddenly trying to take over the football team. They're just gonna look at him like who's this kid? They're not gonna listen. Hmm. Like that's what it kind of like. You've you've got no no skin in the game in that sense, right? Like some of these guys weren't even probably um, able to watch TV or remember that Champions League final that he scored the winning goal, right? So for me, Zidane works for that. But listen, as I said to you, United is a big business, and who is one of the big ambassadors for Adidas? Zidane. What is the kit manufacturer and, and is pumping loads of money into Man United? Adidas. It will all fit the bill. It all comes down to that. And that sort of that business stroke money thing, and I think Zidane would be perfect for for both fronts on that sense. But uh, Aaron, what, what were you about to say, mate? Uh, I was trying to think what I was going to say. Oh yeah, uh, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Do you think if if or when he leaves or when he gets sacked, uh, any other Premier League team will take him? No, that's him done his retirement. <laughs> no, I, I read somewhere today that he's in line for the Norway national job. So he's at oh, least okay. got one oh, that, more. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, he's at least got one more job. He's at least that'd got be. one more job back in there. But you know, you know another, you know another problem with um, with this situation as well is that when you bring in Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah, you can't you can't then bring in Graham Potter. <laughs> do, you get, do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's yeah. like. When you when you when you when you when you make that jump, yeah, to the elite elite, you, you everything else else has to fight. Like the the next manager, even Brendan Rodgers, I'm looking at it and I'm yeah, saying, yeah. I just I just don't know because it's got to be like a glitzy net someone who maybe a Luis Enrique or someone someone who's won the Champions League or or got a good footing. Like Ronaldo, you, you can't have Graham Potter or someone like that who you know might get like a little mention. You know what I mean? Because he's doing there's well. There's not an upcoming. There's not an upcoming mm. manager that's going to take. Yeah, that job. They, you can't. They, they can't. They're 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 hamstrung. They they. So it's 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 going to be so difficult because if they decide to sack him, they've got to have something in line. You can't have Manchester United going until Christmas with no manager. Yeah. Right. But then you look around at what's available, and there is nothing available. It's the worst time of the season to be changing a manager in a big job so what are they going to do are they going to let Oli go and then put, put in another patchwork maybe another another ex-legend could get Sir Alex back I was going to say Fergie's coming back mate He's he was in the stands he was watching <laughs> mate listen I w- if, if it's a mid-season if it's a mid-season change I wouldn't count something like that out <laughs> because they've got they've got to get this next one right if they if they, if yeah. they get in Conte and it all messes up next season, then it's it's three steps forward, ten steps back. Do you see what I mean? So I think the only real manager, the only real, real manager now that can really stake a claim and say he's the outstanding candidate for all the criteria that needs to be met is Zidane. Really and truly. Yeah. In my opinion, anyway. That's it. I, that's, yeah. I think, I think well, this is going to... Uh... That would be an interesting one. I, I kind of don't want Conte to go there because it will, it yeah. probably will get him out of a good patch, like get him out of this bad patch. Sorry, so um, I quite like the banter, banter brigade. Yeah, I wanted to carry on at least till after the Arsenal game. Anyway, yeah, it's brilliant. It's great <laughs> entertainment, you know. Like you know, it stopped me. It stopped me watching Netflix so much. This is an absolute <laughs> comedy. So um, yeah, it's definitely good. But I see what, what one thing that did obviously uh, stand out in that game is once again is uh, Mohamed Salah. Um, and there's obviously, you know, listen, uh, we're coming to the end of the, the Messi and Ronaldo era. Ronaldo's having some, if you can call it struggles, to his calibre. I'm not going to say struggle compared to other players. Same with Messi, but Salah, once again, delivering and carries on delivering. And it's, you know, it's just the consistency of these good performances or top performances. Where do you see him right now, as of today? Would you have him as the best player in the world? And I'll start with you, Mo. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I said it about a month ago um, that he was playing some crazy stuff 
and the two goals he scored most recently, um, the two individual goals, just speak for themselves. I mean, if he's scoring in the big games, he's scoring in every game, he's scoring crazy goals. Um, he's formed for the last four, 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 three, four seasons, but we've been at Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Regardless of Liverpool's form, his numbers are ridiculous. I remember we did a podcast last year um, about uh, last season, sorry, about team of the season. And you're looking at it, you're thinking Liverpool have had a terrible season. Is Salah in the conversation? And then you look at the numbers and there is just no question he has to be in the comment. It doesn't matter how well people have played because it's always 20 Premier League goals and 10, 12, 15 elsewhere. Um, you know, you got Lewandowski who um, who is scoring a lot of goals um, in the German League, etc. Scores a lot of goals in the Champions League. But I think what, what people are always attracted to um, or nine times out of 10 is that that little technical player that produces magic moments, you know? And I think that at the moment, Salah's delivering that on a bi-weekly or even weekly basis. Definitely for me, the best player in the world at the moment. Aaron, where you see him? You know me, I'm not a huge Liverpool fan, but credit where it's due, I think, yeah, I have to agree with Mo for, for what he's done, not just this season, but consistently, uh, for I think this is his fifth season now at Liverpool. Uh, he's getting 25 to 30 goals a season consistently, winning the big trophies, getting to the final of the big big cups all the time, uh, literally individually pulling that team through every single game that they play, be it with an assist, couple of goals, whatever it is, like the amount of moments of magic that he's produced over the last few weeks, let alone the last few years, just for me, is shows me that he is the best in the world. I mean, De Bruyne has been on the brink a few times. Injuries probably uh, hasn't helped him over the last couple of years. Obviously, uh, Messi and Ronaldo, they're, they're on the ends of their career. And now you're looking at Mbappe, Neymar and Haaland, Lewandowski. But for me, on a consistent basis... At the moment, I don't think no one comes near to him. It just isn't, is there? No one. <laughs> is there is no one. It's, he's, it's he's, he's never he's never injured as well. Never. never. He's never he, injured. He just looks after himself like properly. Does it? You know, you're never going to pick up the newspapers if you see Salah. It's only about football or something good he's done for the community or something. You know, as well. Like he's a good egg, as people mm. say. So um, yeah, listen, I. Well, but definitely, people that listen to this, and I give, I try and give Liverpool as much the stick as I can, just because purely down to jealousy. I will say it there, but Salah, <laughs> honestly, yeah, the guy just that. You're waiting for him. You're waiting for him to have a bad game. Yeah, you're waiting for him to do it. He just doesn't. He just doesn't do it. Um, and it always makes me laugh going back to a soccer Saturday and you see him when they used to talk about um, Kevin De Bruyne uh, and um, and obviously Salah as well coming back and they're thinking, what, everyone's like, what are these two going to do? And we've obviously seen both of them obviously tear it up and Salah just consistently um, scoring all sorts of goals though. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not just the same. You know, sometimes you see players, it's just the same goal. Like it's mm-hmm. robotic. It's class. Like you scoring the goals are one of the hardest parts of the game, right? But he scores all sorts of different goals and it's it's just phenomenal. So yeah, I've got him as I've got him as number one right now. And as you guys just mentioned there, you know, Mbappe's not really setting the world alight in a in a league that is considered what the fifth best as well. Mm-hmm. Like and they're not they're still not really tearing up. I'd expect that's one of them leagues. I'd expect, you know, the likes of Neymar, Mbappe and Messi uh, Messi to have sort of twenty five plus league goals. You know, like, mm. do you know what I mean? The battering size, like, they're just, they're just not doing it. Thing, um, thing, thing is, I've, I've, to, to get to be to be in the conversation, uh, you have, you, I just think you have to be doing it in the top, the top leagues. Yeah. yeah. Do you understand? Like, mm. you, you have to be doing it on a weekly basis in the top leagues. You have to be doing it in the Champions League, and you need to be showing up when the big tournaments come round. 
yeah. you you like you just have to like that's that's just the standard criteria um and you and salad season last season we could say ah oh, you know it weren't a great season for liverpool weren't a great season for salah 22 premier league goals six in the champions league three in the fa like these are that was what we consider a bad season for him he wasn't great last season 31 goals and we're telling him he wasn't great. Do you know what I'm no, but <laughs> do, you, do you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. we'd, look at, we'd look at last season and say, oh, wasn't a great, it was all right, but wasn't a great season for him. But that's what he delivered in a what would be a down season. Mm. So, mate, some player, man, and he's just turned 29. Going to be a good few years for him and Liverpool if he signs a new contract. Do you think he signs, though? Do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't... Um, I, can't, I just don't there's where would he go he can't go PSG it's not his not his sort of thing I don't think he he's probably a little bit too old for Real Madrid because I think they've got Hazard there they paid a lot of money for him they're looking at Mbappe next season as their main target it's probably not the right time for them Barcelona in absolute disarray does he go there and spend his last main quality years in a team that's rebuilding then in the Prem Man City no chance Manchester United no chance right no chance no chance of Newcastle yeah I can't I think it's it's uh, Liverpool have got it, uh, got him at a fortunate time for the yeah. for the world of football because we know that probably last season had the pandemic not happened They'd have been in big trouble this season um, with Real Madrid and Barcelona looking um, for that sort of player, that you know, that that pin-up player. So maybe they've got a good time and, and Liverpool competing at the highest level. I think Klopp's there for the foreseeable. There's no reason for him to move on. He's the main man. They love him. He's scoring goals. It just don't make no sense for him to move on. They look after his family. Like everything there is yeah. just looked after like properly. Do you know what I mean? So... Um, yeah, no, he is. He's got. He has got to be seen as as number one. So it, it's good to watch. And it, hey, boys, we've got him in the Premier League. You know yeah. what I mean? It's always always good that we have uh, players like that, and we're that we're able to able to watch, which is which is nice. Um, obviously, that's a changing of the guard, um, and we could say probably changing the guard. West Ham beat Tottenham. West Ham going up the table, Tottenham not so much, and obviously floating around um, sort of that mid-table at the moment. I'm going to say it like this. I was going to ask you about, obviously, just the, the, the woes at, at uh, Tottenham and obviously things going well at West Ham. I'm going to ask you guys this question. Who wins a trophy first, West Ham or Tottenham? Mo? <laughs> West Ham. West Ham. <laughs> no, it's no bias. It's no bias. But um, for me, it's West Ham. I mean, what West Ham are doing now may not last for the next four or five seasons. You know, they might fall away and have to come back. They'll lose a few big players in the next coming seasons. You know, they might have a bad season because of uh, being in Europe one year or something like that. It won't, it won't be maintained. One, because they're the owners don't spend the money to maintain this level. You need to start, like, they're at the stage now. Like, if Tottenham get into the Europa again this season, they're at the stage now where they need to be looking at 50, 60, they ain't going to pay that for a player. So they'll always, unless they get new owners, they'll always be at this level. But what I see from the from the West Ham team this, this time and even this year is they're, they're a good, they're a very good team on their day and they've got the ability to beat anyone. And I think that for the domestic cups, I think they'll do well in, uh, in Europe as well. But I think for the domestic cups, um, there's a good shout over the next one, two seasons that they could maybe nick a league cup maybe, or nick a, an FA cup with the way that they're playing. Mm. Um, I think they've got the ability to beat any of the top four on their day. Um, and although the top four is very strong, you know, you get a little bit of a run in a cup and next thing you know, you're at Wembley and then it's a one-off game. Um, Spurs, the reason why I say not Spurs is because I think they've had 
their team, which they had, which was good enough to win it, couldn't win a trophy. So now they're worse. So they're not going to get better anytime soon. Kane's, Kane's either on his way out or on his way down. He's not like, I can't see where this is going to go for them. Kane is, it, it almost seems like the, the only thing that's going to get the best out of Kane now is going to be a move. Yeah. And is he going to get a move? Do you know what I mean? You've got Deli Ali right in there. They've signed a few players for the future. You look at the, 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 the team as a whole and is it good enough? Do they play enough as a team? The results mm. so far this year say no, you know. Lost four derbies. Um, so for me, it would be, I'm looking short, short term, next one, two years. And I'd say West Ham are in with a shout for a domestic cup, maybe. Um, for sure. So I'd say West Ham. Where are you going, Aaron? I'm definitely not going Tottenham, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm going to go West Ham as well. And I, I was thinking uh, along the same lines as Mo. A domestic cup definitely uh, is in their path uh, over the next year or so. I was just looking at their League Cup fixtures. Unfortunately, they got Man City in the League Cup, uh, mm. which is unfortunate because I think they beat Man United in the round before. Uh, so maybe not this year in the League Cup. But I do think a domestic cup is is close for them if they carry on the way they're going. I thought they'd struggle this season, to be honest. I uh, We spoke about them three or four times uh, last season. And we kept on saying, oh, let's see how they go over the next couple of months. Can they carry on the form? Which they did. And then we spoke about them pre-season. And we said, will they get the right players in for for the Europa League and, uh, and the Premier League? Because obviously, those new teams that play Thursday, Sundays, they struggle. And they're not struggling. I think they've just on the back of three wins, three clean sheets, uh, playing Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. So uh, they're not struggling. He's got them in a in a good uh, good space at the moment. And if he carries on, then definitely then hundred percent. Yeah, I, um, I think as you both sort of alluded to there, obviously Kane going. Um, yeah, where do they go from there? The manager doesn't seem to be getting things to, to click right now. The Kane thing is, I think, again, and it's we come back to sort of owners get involved. Daniel Levy should have let him go. Yeah. You know, he's now, he's nowhere near, and I don't want anyone to say it's a burnout because I'm not having it. He just does not look interested. He's the, mentally the, gone, isn't it? Mentally gone. gone. Yeah, 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 listen, yeah. you could be, hey, it's your job. Listen, you check out. It does when you are in your job and you hand your notice in, do you suddenly work at the same rate? Do you work harder? Hell no. no. Feet up. You do the bare, You do the minimum to get you through because you know you're about to go to pastors new, right? So he's kind of doing that. And it, you're watching it. He doesn't have that same hunger. He's not going to go in for something to get hurt to ruin his deal as well, Right. He's not going that extra extra mark. He doesn't look like he's that interested. He's not bought in with, with Nuno. The team as a whole is not obviously firing. No one's, from what we can see on, on top of the surface, is going, look, Harry, pull finger out. It don't look like it, does it? Because he's still no. seen as their tennis man. But worrying times is what, who and what do they replace Harry Kane with when there's a bit of an A you know, an ageing team as well in terms of like your people like Larice, they're going to have to bring in a big goalkeeper at some point. You know, they're still playing Oliver Skip through the middle. The guys, oh. he, he, ain't, he ain't, Oliver Skip is not, if they're classing themselves as what they're saying in the top six sides, Oliver Skip getting into any other top six side, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, Van der Beek can't even get a game. Hmm. So, you know, I think they just, they've got a lot to think about. Um, oh. And everyone's thought, gonna know they're gonna have, everyone's gonna know they're gonna have that money as well. Yeah, I, I think how are they gonna do that? I think I think for Spurs now, they've just got a they've got the director of football in there. Do they just do they just start again? Do, do they go with a new like clear the decks and go with a new uh, in a new direction? Let Kane go, you know, get another another forward in. There's a few forwards out out there. Um and then, you know couple of players through the spine of the team and then continue to build around that because 
I can't, I, I don't see how this is going to work out. They've got the wrong manager in. They've suffered from the same thing that Manchester United are suffering with, that there's no top manager with a, with a sort of long-term, shall we say, mentality that they could get. Yeah. And where, where do they go? It's, it's all like a mishmash. I think that they just clear the decks, let Harry Kane go, take the 135 million or 40 million that they want. They'll get it, no problem. They let him go. They strengthen the spine of the team. They get their manager in next season with his own clear idea, whether it's going to be Graham Potter, whether it's going to be an up-and-coming manager. The burden's off of him. They say, listen, what forward do you want? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go through the spine of the team and add some players. You've got this person, this person, this person to work with. We expect European football next season um, in the, uh, from the Europa League, qualifica- uh, Europa League qualification. And then the aim is over the next couple of years to get back into Champions League contention. That's, mm. that's, that, that for me is the, is the perfect thing. Because right now, Nuno is two games away from the sack every game. Kane, <laughs> Kane, no, but Kane ain't playing well. They've got a problem there in Delhi Alley. Because they want to make, they want to get the best out of him. But the only manager that seemed to be able to get the best out of him is Pochettino, who who they've sacked and they can't get back. They've got, you know, they still got Eric Dyer at the back. Like you said, they got the Lloris um, problem still to deal with. Um, so uh, if I was them, I would get rid of Kane, take that hundred and forty million, look towards the future because Nuno is not the future start tapping up the manager that they want for next season now and go in the direction that he wants to go in. You know what? I feel sorry for Nuno, man. I think he's coming at the wrong time and we might not be able to see if he was the right man for the job or not because the way the Kane situation's been handled has obviously had a big effect on not only Kane, which is, you know, all their goals basically and assists. It, it, goes down to the connection he'll have with Son, Ali, uh, Mora. Players will see him, you know, moping around, not giving 110%, not playing to his ability. And it just affects the whole team as a whole. Your captain doing that. And I think it's just unfortunate that Nuno's taken this job. I'm guessing Nuno was promised that Kane would stay. Kane was promised that he would go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they're both Obviously, Nuno's got what he wants, but hasn't really got what he wants because he hasn't got the cane that everyone knows. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's a bit un- it's unfair on him. And for me, if I was Nuno and if it was up to him, I'd say, all right, sell Kane in January. Give me to the se- uh, Let me buy my players in January with that money and give me to the end of the season. But like you say, he's, he is probably a few games away from the sack himself. Mm. It's a tough one. Do you think do you think that they're keeping Kane? Question to both of you. Do you think they're keeping Kane as the attraction to get the big manager in? Maybe, but I mean when, what, what, when... No, no, he's going. Not no, right. I know, I know, no, no. Yeah, no. Well, okay, let me rephrase that question. <laughs> do you think they kept Kane? Yeah. As the incentive to get the the the, the big manager in. Say, listen, you've got a ready made ready made striker there, come in. We, they probably wouldn't have signed the players that they signed. They might have signed that manager's that manager's players. Yeah. And they say, look, you've got Kane, you've got a world-class striker, you've got this, this and this. Um, we're going to give you three players, four players of your own players. Can you make this work? But then it's all gone to pear shape. I, I, got... I, think, I think it's more to it. I think the fact that... I think Ronaldo killed uh, everyone's dreams this summer. <laughs> Poor Ronaldo. Honestly, no, I, <laughs> generally, I think... Kane was going to Kane was going to see. Daniel Levy was hanging out for the extra fifty mil. He wanted one hundred and fifty million or whatever it was. City weren't going to do it. They probably had it a hundred million for Greece, hundred million for for Kane. They're not looking to to do that. Daniel Levy thought play hardball and wait until they eventually do it. Then they got wind of Ronaldo's availability, City. So then it went completely cold. And that's when you start to see Harry Kane sulking, right? Then there was some sort of gentleman's agreement, apparently, that 100 million was the the magic number. Man City have just gone completely cold. They think they're getting their man. 
And then eventually Fergie picks up the phone. He goes to Man United. City don't, you know, go without the striker, as it were. And now Kane sit, sat there sulking. And I'm telling you, I don't think City go back for him. No, I don't I, think they do. I don't think they do. I think Kane now, he's got to go, got to go abroad. Unless United, for some reason, do end up spending more. But how's he, how are they going to fit Kane at United now? It's just not going to happen. Lukaku's gone to Chelsea. So they're not really going to put someone in there. He doesn't suit Liverpool with the way Bobby plays in that in that um, in that team. So they've got Le Sulk now. And like you said, it's going to be hard for him to, to to come back. And is it for the was it for the manager? I don't think so. Because Con, Con, they had the conversations with Conte, and once Conte found out how much Daniel Levy has in, involvement with it, he went no. <laughs> And there's a few managers that have said no. They don't want to work with Daniel Levy. So, regardless of what you've got there, they had the perfect man in Poch. They had him. Yeah. They and they they've they've <laughs> they, they've ruined it. And they, I don't know what they thought Nuno was going to bring. Nuno got to bring in whoever he wanted at Wolves because he had the relationships with the with the agents that Daniel Levy doesn't want anything to do with. So. I think it's a poison chalice. Now, mm-hmm. if I'm honest, for, for, you know, the only manager I see going into something like that potentially is you've mentioned him. Oh, is Graham Potter? Mm. I don't, think, coach. He I don't think, coach. think he goes. I don't think he goes there. Yeah, but they need a head. They need a coach. They need someone that's yeah. going to come in and, and coach these players because they're going to have to. Mm. They're going to have to buy those young, unheard of players or young English players that they can that they've already got there. Like your Dale Scarlett, for instance, who's there. You know, I just don't see it. I, I, I I'm taking any bias out of this at all. Just generally, not an attractive place for me. I don't think. Mm. I think it's got it's, it's trending downwards, not upwards. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. They need to clear the decks. They need because now their chance of getting a, a top a top top manager is gone mm-hmm. because they're not at that level. When Jose Mourinho took over, they was probably at that level where if they probably had signed a couple more players, decent players, they would have been able to push on. But now they've taken that step back where now they're looking at more of an up-and-coming manager rather than a proven manager, if you see what I mean. So that's why I say, get the money for Harry Kane. Say to the next manager, we're going to go with what you want to do. You're our manager for the next two years. Three, uh, sorry, next four or five years, and you've got this much to spend. We want to build the spine with your players that are going to make you play the way that you want to play. This we like the way that you make your teams play, and give him the money. And I think that that works for someone like a Grand Potter. But then, like you say, if Daniel Levy is saying, "Nah, we don't really fancy that player. No, we don't want that player. No, nah, we don't like that player." What manager is going to come in there? in their right mind because they don't know whether who's coming or going. They don't know who they're going to get, uh, who's going to come through the door when they ask for a certain player or a certain position field. So, yeah, it, I agree. It is a bit of a tough one. Do you know what's it, mad? A year ago, Tottenham were like playing the best football that they've played in years. Everyone was talking about how good Kane and Son were. They were winning the league in November. And now all of a sudden it's, a year later, and we're talking about their downfall. It's crazy, absolutely crazy. It's football, <laughs> yeah. But I'm just glad we're talking about downfalls of United and Tottenham. It's, it's, it's nice to see, nice to hear. <laughs> it's amazing, it's amazing. Um, it's some a team that could potentially be going somewhere right now. Um, bit of fun to end on, on the show. You're the Newcastle manager. Right now, you've got we'll go football manager style. <laughs> you've got two hundred million. Who are your first three signings? Realistic signings, not just some dream team signings. Realistic signings to bring in to Newcastle. Aaron, I'm going to put you on a spot so you don't get your uh, Wikipedia and Encyclopedia out of every player known to man right now. Give us three players that you buy for Newcastle right now. 200 million. 200 million. All right. I'm going to stay in the Premier League because I think that's where they need to stay uh, to get them uh, stabilised and 
uh, moving forward. First person yeah. would be Zaha. Yeah, nice. Uh, I'd go Lacazette. He's obviously got half a year left on his contract. Yeah. And he's a good centre forward. And then I'd go for a centre half. I'd go for... I will go for... Who should I go for? I'm trying to think of a decent centre half. Uh, hmm. Third one is difficult. It'd have to be a centre half because they need a defender. Uh, Lewis Dunk. Lewis Dunk, nice. I'd stick to the Premier League. I think that's what they they kind of need. If if there was more money, then I'd go for maybe one other midfielder, someone yeah. like someone like Madison. Okay, cool. Mo, where are you going, mate? Um, I Zaha's a good shout though. I didn't even think of that, but that is a good shout. Is a good shout. Right age. Mm. Um, yeah, that's a really good shout. Yeah, uh, St. Maximum on the wings. Yeah, that's that's a good shout. They've got Wilson there. Um, okay, so I would look. I'd again. I'd stay Premier League. I'd, they need. They need. Um, they need Premier League quality, and um, I'd go. I'll probably go two defenders. I'll probably go two defenders and a midfielder. Maybe look at someone like Jesse Lingard, maybe. Mm. Um, proven love, in the Premier he'd League. He'd love it. He would love it in, in, in Newcastle. He, he, sign him. <laughs> sign him. <laughs> sign him. Sign him up there as like, you know, the main man. Mm. Um, he'd be a good signing for them. Um, maybe Rob Holding. Um, as a defender, I think he had a good season, decent season for um, Arsenal, he, Premier Premier League quality, um, and I think he's an improvement on what they've got. Um, and then maybe uh, James Tarkovsky. Yeah, maybe, good shout. maybe the third one. Um, yeah, I think. I think James Tarkovsky, another proven Premier League defender, loads of games in the Premier League, solid, um, can play week in, week out, will definitely improve your defence. Um, and I don't think you can go far wrong defensive-wise with them sort of signings. Yeah. Um, they'll be solid and they'll be enough to win you games um, and sort out your defence. Um, for sure. I, would, I don't even think, as long as they can keep Callum Wilson... Callum Wilson fit. They've got St. Maximum. They've got a decent base up front. I think just maybe filling out the midfield a bit and a, and a defence. But they mm. need more than that. If I was them, really, I'd yeah. be in for Max Aaron's. Yeah, I'd yeah. be like, they could, if they're going to spend proper money like and realistic players, they could get out, they could go and get Max Aaron's. I think this is a January thing. One. I think this is a January. What they can do, well, like, you know, January thing. I think if they and in the summer, yeah, they'll go. They yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, it continues on from um, from last season where there's still so many players hanging around at clubs um, that will be available at a decent price, even on loan. Like, think they could have uh, Eddie Nketiah, they could have Van der Beek for half a season, Martial, Martial for half a season. Um, there's, there's, there's so many players hanging around at clubs where I think that you can maybe there's, there's get quite, them in. Yeah, there's plenty of quality there. I mean, yeah, I expect, like you said, hanging on the bench. Some not even making some match day squads, but um, three players that I'd go for. I'd go for Eric Bay at Man United. Yeah, mm, playing. I think he'd actually. Job. I actually think he would strengthen their yeah. back, their uh, centre backs anyway. For now, not not Phil Jones. Gonna... Not Phil Jones. Oh <laughs> hell no, man! No, it... <laughs> the only <laughs> Phil, Jones. Phil Jones should only be used for the groundsman, mate. He spends most of the time chewing the grass. Uh, he keep, keep the grass blades down. Philip Jones. I've got, got Loftus Cheek. Good signing. I like that. Yeah. But you know Loftus Cheek. Where did he go last season? He had a terrible season. At, Didn't he go uh, Fulham? Fulham, Fulham. Yeah. But they were getting, yeah, they... Yeah, but they were, they were, they were getting battered. Fulham. So oh, Newcastle. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but, uh, hey, but permanent. It, as you go permanent and put some people in there yeah. knowing that they've survived and I'll tell you who I'd go and, I'd go and raid walls and go and get Traore 
and had Trey Ray yeah. and Mac and <laughs> Saint Maximum. Can you imagine side. that? Nah, uh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> two speedboats, mate, drivers. Mate, no, <laughs> no balls getting into the box, mate. Zero <laughs> balls yeah, actually bro. getting into the box. You can't, you can't get them to. You cannot get them to. Oh what, my god! What would be, be unreal? What would be your marquee signing in the summer? Here then, Richarlison. That's a mm. shout for you. Um, if you're gonna pay him, you gotta pay him. That's yeah. the thing. But but uh, uh, he would he would be Richarlison. Do, do, do you boys remember? Right, go back, rewind. Do you remember Man City's first yep. signing? Yeah, Robinho. I remember yeah. him. It was Alano one. Uh, Elano, yeah, Elano. Elano, yeah, and you got to look at the Gareth Barrys and the James Milners. Mm. You know they yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. So you got that, to think about, you got mate, to think about it, mate. That is what they need to do. There's no point them going out and buy your equivalent to your Robinos. That is not yeah. going to work. They can go. I'm sure they could probably tempt someone from Bayern or tempt someone from Juve or tempt someone from here or there. It's literally pointless. What they need to do is they need to go and get the guys that play 35 yeah. to 38 Premier League games a season yeah. solidly for the last five years. Your Connor Cody's. Yeah. Um, Cody. I'll tell you what, Oxlade-Chamberlain. Go and get Oxlade-Chamberlain might be a shout. Basuma. Basuma. Yeah. That's, yeah. that, that, that's a really Ward, good shout. Ward Prowse. I hope Jack Wilshere is looking for a team. <laughs> Ward Prowse. I think Ward Prowse just signed a, a new five-year deal. Uh. He's going to be Mr. Southampton, I think. Do you think? Yeah. I think with, with regards to because the, pre, the Premier League quality is probably at an all time high at the moment, you could yeah. probably get two, two or three or four from each club from, from the bottom all the way up until maybe the top six. Ray, Ray, Ray Chelsea, I'd take Chelsea three. Yeah, that's Loftus what I think. Loftus Cheek, Loftus Cheek, yeah. Gilmore, yeah, and, and uh, Conor Gallagher. There's your Gallagher, three. Gallagher, yeah. yeah. They're. Uh, uh, even um, Ch- Trevor Chalabar as well. Chalabar's having yeah. a good season, isn't yeah. it? He's having a yeah. he's having a good season. That'll be another another uh, good good player to, to sign. Get and then there. also also they could look at like um, another place where they could look is like the Championship because how many players went down that are playing yeah. for your Fulham? Uh, uh, you know, Sander Burge. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That um, that are maybe playing in the Championship. That that proving in the Premier League. Um, but obviously went down over the last couple of seasons, and I think there'll but, be a lot of them and a lot of teams wanting money down there as well. When Alden can't get a game at PSG, bring him back. Acardi. Possibly. He played for them as well when, when Alden, didn't he? He played for yeah, them before did. Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He did. He played for them before Liverpool, yeah. yeah. That's so, a great shout. Uh, Wijnaldum, another good, another good Wait. opportunity there. It's there's a there's lots for them. That's, that's what I mean. They could, but how, the thing is now, the, you know, when, again, when City first came in, the financial fair play wasn't as uh, strict. Yeah, yeah. So, because it's not just about bringing in, uh, like, going and spending all that money. You have to bring in the commercial side of things. And this mm. is what, and I don't but, know if you guys obviously noticed, that's what the League have stopped. Did anyone see that? So the, yeah, do so no, the do no, of, yeah, sponsoring yourself. Sponsoring yourself. Yeah, but... All the teams have got it done before. So yeah, but, but, um, but... The the thing with Newcastle, which I read, is they turn over a hundred million. So so basically, you you have to you have to be losing a hundred million, yeah, to fail financial fair play. But Mike Ashley, being the tight scrimp he was and taking so much money out of the club, they were actually self sufficient and running at such a high profit by staying in the Premier League. So basically, I think they can spend up to about 400, 500 million before there's even any risk of financial fair play for over um, the next, and then over the next five... That would have been okay. That would have been okay. We actually sold a lot of the stuff. So we, they used to get like the rentals for car parks and the land. We sold it. Oh, what? Newcastle? Mike Ashley sold it. Oh, it's gone. Separately. So he, he's, he's dripped it. He's like bare mm. bones, like dripped it out. So, um, I think I think they signed five players in January. Five, not five. not not signed, uh, uh, including loans. a couple of loans. Yeah, I yeah. think they signed in the region of five players in January. Um, they haven't named a new manager yet, have they? No, they're looking at that uh, Fonseca. Fonseca, yeah, but he won't um, go. He won't go Premier League. That's the thing. I don't think. Did he not have a problem with his 
Did he not have a working problem? Why didn't yeah. he go Spurs? Didn't he have a, a problem with... Or yeah, was, was it his agent they had to pay him a load of money or yeah, something? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, As I said, okay. Daniel Levy doesn't deal with agents. My list of three has got, gone to about 15 now. I'm just, <laughs> <all> <laughs> these players hey, it's mad. Going to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Bamford, Watkins, Saar from Watford. I'm, oh, man. Saar from Watford's a good one. Yeah, yeah, sorry um, to get you early, mate. I'm going I'm to have to start football manager after. <laughs> <laughs> 100%, mate. That's what, I'm, that's what I've been doing, mate. It's the first one to do it. No longer need... I don't do Arsenal the first off now. I'll let, I'll let Arteta do his job for a bit longer. <laughs> um, boys, that's been an entertaining uh, first one back, after, as I said, after our uh, little sabbatical. be interesting to see what people will have to say about... Uh, about Newcastle and the direction of obviously Tottenham and West Ham, if uh, you guys agree or not. Um, be sure to look out for Aaron's uh, violence on Twitter. It's been it's been great <laughs> to, to watch. So uh, if you see Man United drop any more points, be sure to at Aaron White. <laughs> Early doors. Um, boys, pleasure as always. Um, and we'll catch you next week. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.